Okay, you know what? I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to kazoo this guy, Mike Durbin from Chicago, Illinois, for upgrading his Patreon. Buying. You gotta keep sending him hellos every time I ne- mention something, Joe. I mean, this I get, his, get his show over. No, he he, he up up his tier. He bought Manscaped. There's something else on there. I think. What did he buy? A shirt. That's good. He's he's, been a, he's a good Patreon. Yeah, and yeah. he bought a disco shirt. Yeah. So that's why I will not. I, I will not. And he sent this. me a Mike Durbin T-shirt, which I'm going to send to you and give it to you. <laughs> would you will you wear it on the show? One thousand. Well, not. The next one's from Fuji. Subject is Conor McGregor uh, and AW. <laughs> so on the latest episode of the Mike Durbin show which is available on iTunes and Spreaker. Wait a minute. Okay. Let me stop that right now. We're not going to go every week plugging <laughs> shows on I gotta read the email. You, okay, s- you can read the email. The We're not going to be plugging all this stupid shit. Because I'll just read the email. Well, wait one second. I just told you I'm giving you the parameters. I'm not going to be plugging shows during the email by guys that are on each other's shows every single week. We already plugged them when Joe does his plugs. So right. that's going to end right now. Boom. Well, let's read this for the last time then. I'll read this part of it. We're going to edit his emails in. Listen how shameful this is. This is yeah. terrible. You're going to get the kazoo ready, okay? Yeah. So in the latest episode of the Mike Durbin Show, which is available on iTunes and Spreaker, or maybe it was Creative Control Daily, which is available on iTunes and Spreaker. Joe Feeney brought up the fact that CM Punk, now back in WWE, AEW really doesn't have any big possible signings to the roster. So it got me, Adam Hughes, host of It's Hughie Hello, which is available on iTunes and All right, Spreaker. that's what I said we weren't going to do. <laughs> Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode number 33 on the Creative Control Network. Thank you so much for listening. Thanksgiving is this Thursday, so I will be giving a lot of thanks on this episode. The first people I want to thank are Jay Baca, Derek Brooks, and Jesse Pratt. These three guys, they have bought multiple t-shirts from my Pro Wrestling Tees store at prowrestlingtees.com slash Mike Durban. Uh, speaking of Pro Wrestling Tees, there's a Black Friday sale going on right now until December 1st at noon. 20% off anything in their store. Anything. So you can get uh, one of the many shirts that I have up there. for. I think I have 26 different designs. 20% off. There is a new shirt up there, and it is the Who the Fuck is Adam Hughes t-shirt. If anyone buys that shirt, which Jay Baca bought... That goes to support the It's Husey Hello Show. The Bruce Mitchell painting t-shirt, uh, sales from that will go to support Vince Russo's The Brand. But everything else supports the Mike Durban Show, so thank you. So here's a long list of people that I need to thank. Uh, first of all, Vince Russo. And also Jeff Lane from The Brand. Mark Ronick from Realm. Joe Feeney from Creative Control Network. I want to thank Polly Esther for... His reviews of all of my episodes. Thank you, Polly. And I want to thank every guest that I've ever had on the Mike Durvan Show, starting with Scott Casey Gale back in episode number one, uh, Cole Scharf, Aaron Pavis, who is now on the Creative Control Network also with his new show, Brandon Stransky, Zach Like, Matt Majeski, Grappler 6, Grappler 7, 
Jay Baca, Big Josh Hinkle, Janine, Christopher Martin, Brother Martin from the uh, Inspired with Christopher show on the Reality Check Podcast Network, Grant Ogborn, Sid Duran, John Wanglin from Reality Check, David Radigan, Justin Kearns, Santana Garrett, Hughesley, Oscar from Men on a Mission, Grappler 8, Rad Rob from the Rad Turtles Wrestling Show, Jeff from Run with Turtles, uh, Vince Russo, no, not Vince Russo, I already thanked him, there's a Vincent Russo that I had on my show, he's a brand member, he was on my show, uh, along with Matt Matalucci, Conan, the Disco Inferno, Anthony Katina, Ryan Satin, Joey Image, Wade Keller, Brandon, Nate Milbank, the Bruce Mitchell painting, Felicia Rose, Ray from California, Bullet Club Ray, my niece Leona, nephews Will and Jax, Dabin Aladdin, Vince Russo, Diamond Dallas Page, Tyler Edwards, Jamie Irwin, the Demon Hambone, Eric Abramov, Joe Feeney, Will Russo, Luke Milbank, Greg Mosier, The Iron Sheik, Hansy, and Ashton the Cemeterian. Thank you all for being on the Mike Durbin Show. I really appreciate it. And most of all, thanks to anybody that's listening to this right now, anybody that's ever listened to any of my shows. Thank you so much. You don't even know how much I appreciate it. So thanks to everybody. On this show, also from the Creative Control Network, I have my friend Jamie Irwin from the What's Your Favorite podcast. Uh, there's also a message that I received from the Illumination. Uh, they went to StarCast 4 in Baltimore a few weeks ago. They infiltrated it. They volunteered behind the scenes, and they gave me a little uh, inside scoop on what, what went down there. Everyone, please follow me on social media. My Twitter is at Mike Durband, D-U-R-B-A-N-D. Instagram is Mike underscore Durband underscore show. Uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Michael Durband. Thanks for your support, everyone. I would love to welcome back my friend. Uh, this gentleman has been on my show before. We did a uh, Green Day Top 5, but uh, we couldn't use any music, so we'd be talking about our favorite Green Day songs, and you wouldn't know which ones we were mentioning because I couldn't use music on my old network. Now, Jamie, we can use whatever songs we want to use. We are both on the Creative Control Network. This is Jamie Irwin, host of the brilliant What's your favorite podcast? Jamie, welcome back. Oh, thanks so much, man. It's great to be on the show. And uh, yeah, it's great to be on the Creative Control Network. They call it the Creative Control Network for a reason. Yes. (laughs) Because we have Creative Control and you can use all the music you want. So yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, no censoring here. No censoring. So (laughs) anything goes. (laughs) So Jamie, um, tell me a little bit about your show. I know most people know about it, but uh, for the one or two people that don't know, I've been on your show twice now. I love it. It's so fun. All, you know, you just basically ask people their favorite things, right? Yeah, that's right. And thanks so much, man. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely one of the uh, the best guests in uh, What's Your Favorite History? <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the premise is basically I just ask a, a long list of questions, favorite uh favorite food, drink, band, film, wrestler, all that kind of thing. 
and yeah i've done about 45 shows so far and they've all uh all the guests have knocked it out of the park so yeah it's a lot of fun i'd recommend uh, everyone check it out it's called what's your favorite with jamie Irwin. yeah and you've had some big names on there um i think two of your your best guests that you've had uh, were some recent ones um vince russo yeah. and jeff lane i thought both of those episodes were brilliant you know, Vince is famous for – he pretty much gives the same interview every time he goes on somebody's show. He, he repeats a lot of the same stuff, but yeah. you you got a lot of things out of him that I had never known before, um, specifically with music stuff. So um, everybody, if you're, if you're a fan of Vince, uh, Jeff too. You know, Jeff uh, – we don't know a lot about Jeff because Vince is the main character. Jeff does all the work behind the scenes, so – uh, I thought your interview with Jeff was brilliant because we really got to know the man, Jeff Lane. Also, Joe Feeney's been on there, Hughesley, yes. Hambone, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, and they're all brilliant episodes. So, yeah, thanks yeah. so much for that, man. A lot of people say um, uh, that they learn a lot about people they already are big fans of. And even people on the show will say that they're, uh, they learn a lot about themselves doing it. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do something different here. I've been on your show twice. Uh, we, we did my favorite things. We did my least favorite things. And now we're, we're going to do a segment for my show. This is just a little teaser. Now, Jamie does this every week on his awesome show. Uh, but we're going to do a little twist. We're going, to do, we're going to focus on wrestling. So these are my favorite wrestling things. Yeah, definitely. And I've been thinking of doing this for a long time. So, uh, yeah, thanks for giving me a platform to uh, <laughs> to give it a go. Yeah. All right. So let's get started here. Nice one. OK, so we'll start off with male wrestler. Who's your favorite male wrestler? Uh, I would probably say Randy Savage. Nice. Yeah, but definitely Randy Savage when I was a kid and throughout the Monday Night Wars. I love his, his promos were amazing. His in-ring, uh, just his energy was fucking awesome. Yeah, awesome choices, man. Uh, how about your favorite female wrestler? Uh, anybody that knows me, anybody that's listened to my show before, you know this one. Yes. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> no shock to anyone. Yeah, well, the first time I saw her was at an NXT show here in Chicago back in, I think, 2014 or 15. Uh, I had no idea who she was. I saw her, and right away I was like, oh, my God. Who's this? So, yeah, <laughs> big fan ever since then. Also, I have to give credit for uh, you know, Santana Garrett. She just got signed to NXT. I've been a fan of hers for a couple of years now. And uh, there's another girl called Solo Darling. She's... um. She does a lot of independent stuff. She's always in the Shimmer shows that I go to. So check her out. Solo Darling. Nice one, man. How about your favorite match? My favorite match? Uh, I'm not a match guy. Like, I'm not a guy that really remembers matches too much. But this one I do remember because I was there. Uh, SummerSlam 2013. I was at the Staples Center. And I saw Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yes. that was an awesome match. This this match was amazing. Um, there were so many spots in it where you actually thought Punk might upset, you know, and win. You know, it's weird because he wasn't... We didn't know what he would do. We didn't know that he'd go into MMA at some point after that. I mean, but this match was just phenomenal, man. So many great spots. Uh, very believable match. Amazing. Yeah, I think that Brock Lesnar, obviously it's amazing that he's 
well, obviously, like he's a star and he's he's an amazing athlete, but he doesn't get the credit he deserves for uh, for what he's like in the ring. I mean, he's probably the most believable guy in the business. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, how about um, promo? Do you have a favorite promo of all time? Um, CM Punk again. I mean, the legendary pipe bomb promo. Yeah, that's my favorite promo too. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't watching wrestling at this point. Um, I, I go in and out through, through the years. I think, I think I stopped watching in mid two thousand nine. I always follow. I always, you know, read the dirt sheets and the the sites and all that. So I kept up with everything. And then when I heard that CM Punk did uh, like a shoot interview on TV, um, I had to go back and watch it. And when I saw it, I was amazed, and I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna start watching again. So that's what got me back. Yeah, yeah, me too, really. I mean, I never really stopped watching it, but that's what got me interested again. And I think it's a shame, like, people forget, like, just how badly they fucked that up afterwards. Like, yeah. I reckon he could have been the next Stone Cold, like, literally. Like, he could have been a, a much bigger star than he is, but they actively uh, tried to bury it, in my opinion. Yeah. I think Triple H coming out of retirement, beating him, going back into retirement. <laughs> yeah. That was just the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. How about your favorite tag team? Uh, the Hart Foundation. Nice. Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. I always loved the, the combination of the two of them. The Hitman was the technical guy, uh, and the Anvil was the, the powerhouse. I loved watching their matches back when I was a kid. Uh, also Demolition, too. Yeah. They were another top favorite. I loved all those tag teams around that era. The Rockers, uh, Strike Force, the Rougeos. That whole yeah. era, to me, is just amazing. How about your favorite um, pay-per-view? This was hard. I don't. It was hard to pick one, but um, I would probably pick WrestleMania five, just because that was like the height of my fandom when I was a kid. And if you go back and look at that, like every match on that card is somebody I remember, just a, a big name. So many Hall of Famers in that in that time period. If you look at like WrestleMania. 33 if you know 20 years from now are we going to remember those people most of them probably not not. no way yeah that's it i mean those they were real stars back then weren't they yeah uh how about manager oh man this is easy the the greatest manager ever bobby the brain heenan yes oh what a legend when i was a kid his stable the heenan family I mean, I was scared of these all these guys he had back then. If you looked at his group, I mean, they were Andre the Giant, King Kong Bundy, Big John Studd, Rick Rude, uh, the natural Butch Reed. All these guys, man, just tremendous. And he could he cut the best promos. He, he was a great wrestler. I mean, he put on a, a, the most entertaining matches when he did get in the ring. And then he's uh, a great commentator. Uh, he hosted... My favorite show when I was a kid, Primetime Wrestling. I mean, I love this guy, man. I got to meet him before he passed, so um, yeah, legend, man. Oh, that's amazing. Where'd you meet him? Uh, comic book convention. Oh, nice. Yeah, when was, he, could, when... he couldn't talk, though. I think it was around 2007. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had, he had uh, been afflicted by, the uh, I think, the throat cancer, but... He he was there, and he, he, could, he could vocalize, but he couldn't really understand what he was saying, so... Yeah, it's still an honor to meet him. Stone Cold legend. How about um, title belt? Do you have a favorite? And what I mean by that is is kind of the design of it. Easy. Uh, the winged eagle. Yes. 
this is the belt from my childhood. This is this came out in between Re- WrestleMania three and four, uh, the Winged Eagle, um, and then it was around until the Attitude Era. Probably when did they change this? Around ninety eight, I think it was when they went to the Smoke and Skull Belt. Yes, yeah, yeah. When else? So, yeah. yeah. So this this belt had a good uh, probably an, an eleven year run and. It's for me. This is the only belt. This is Hogan, Savage, Flair had this one. Uh, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Sid. This was the belt for me. It's the most beautiful belt ever. I have the replica. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I have th- I have three rep- replica belts. This is one of them. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, I've never understood why it's called the Winged Eagle though, because don't all have all eagles have wings, don't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bit strange. <laughs> yeah. How about your favorite wrestling company? WWF, not WWE. I'm talking about WWF from you know from the beginning up until uh, when they changed the name. Was it 2001? I, I gradually stopped watching. Not that the name change had anything to do with it, but it's just like it just that's the time period where I started to lose interest in wrestling. So WWF. I love WCW, but for me, WWF is the first thing I started watching. And to me it's the best. Yeah. Um, how about commentator? I love Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh yes, what a legend. He is phenomenal, man. Uh him and Vince McMahon, him and Gorilla Monsoon. All those early WrestleManias, he was the commentator. He did the uh, Saturday morning show. So he was probably the first announcer that I heard. You know, And he was a heel commentator. Uh, everything he said was funny. I love his look. Like, he, he just, he had this outrageous look, you know. Yeah, and the last question is one of the most important ones for me because I think this is an art form that has kind of been lost uh, within the last few years. Um, but what is your favorite uh, theme music? Um, probably Bret Hart's theme. Nice. Yeah, I love the um, that intro. Stone Cold always mentions the intro to Bret Hart's theme song. He said that that always energizes everybody and you know makes you pay attention. I love the the guitar riff. Uh, I think this is one of the best songs ever written as far as wrestling wrestling themes. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think they're really making their themes these days as iconic as that. No. They all sound the same. They're all generic. Um, Yeah, I don't don't know. I couldn't tell you any of them now. But Jim Johnston, any of those songs that he wrote in the 80s and 90s, classics, man. Ultimate Warrior uh jake the snakes i loved all right well yeah thanks so much man like it's been a pleasure to be on your show yeah i i love (laughs) i love just answering favorite questions man it's always so much fun to be on your your show it's fun to have you on my show and it's great to hear all these people on your show and um your show comes out once a week Yes, it comes out every single uh, Monday on the Creative Control Network. And if you just uh, search up in your favorite podcast apps, uh, What's Your Favorite with Jamie Irwin, it will pop up. Yep. And uh, who do you have coming up in the next few weeks? Uh, Well, I have uh, lots of different kinds of people. I have gamers coming on. 
Um, I have uh, the uh, mu- movie reviewers. I have the guys from the uh, the Movie Drone podcast, which is uh, one I recommend everyone checks out. Um, I've got a comedian uh, called Luke Anthony, who's who's got his own podcast. Uh, so yeah, lots of uh, great guests coming up. Awesome! All right, everybody, check out the What's Your Favorite podcast with the great Jamie Irwin. Uh, thanks very much, man. Take care. All right, Big Josh Hinkle, what's going on, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Hey, Josh, when you take a shower in the morning, uh, what do you use to wash your face? Uh, like a wet, wet towel with the, just like a face wash. A face wash? Well, yeah. listen, I got the face wash for you. Have you ever heard of Tiege Hanley? Never heard of it. Tiege Hanley is this uh, very uncomplicated skincare system for men. It's fucking amazing, Okay. It's so simple, Josh. Uh, every 30 days, they send you a, a replacement kit. There's a daily face wash, an AM lotion that you put on in the morning. It's got sunscreen in it. There's a PM lotion you put on at night, right before you go to bed. It just firms everything up for you. And this is Conan's favorite part. There's an eye cream that comes with the kit. Yeah. Whoa. So Conan puts this eye cream on, and, and it turns him from looking like an old man into a young, spry, energetic man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love this eye cream too, man. It just instantly it wakes your eyes up, no matter if I had four hours of sleep or, or what. It just it brightens your eyes. It, it makes you feel energetic. Uh, also, there's a super serum. You can use that once or twice a week, and it just firms everything up. It's amazing, Josh. Oh, nice. There's also a scrub, and it's got little beads that exfoliate your skin. It just renew everything. You might want to use that once a week. Okay. This whole this system is so easy and uncomplicated. They send this little card with the kit. So, I mean, even an idiot like me can use it with no problems. Go over to Tiege.com slash Mike Durband. That's D-U-R-B-A-N-D. And Tiege is spelled T-I-E-G-E. You'll get 10% off just for going to that site. Josh, Christmas is coming up. Mm-hmm. This would make a great Christmas gift for anybody that you know. So once again, that's Tiege.com. That's T-I-E-G-E.com slash Mike Durban. And you get 10% off the uncomplicated skincare system for men, Tiege Hanley. The infiltrated StarCast 4, which was held in Rams Hudlib in Baltimore, Maryland, under the guise as a volunteer to observe the Mart in their environment. We went in with very low expectations for these subhumans and we were still shocked by what we witnessed. The venue, which was predominantly meant to be a music club, was much too small for a crowd of that size in both numbers and girth. We are unsure if AEW sells t-shirts in less than a size 5x. One appalling scene we witnessed was Matt Kuhn, who we saw numerous times waddling around the venue, sending his son to a nearby convenience store for a bag full of donuts. We consider ourselves quite fortunate that the event was held in the northeast in the autumn so that the body odor emanating from these plebeians was not as severe as it would have been otherwise. It was baffling to us the amount of money the mart will spend on nonsense. 
we witness several walking around carrying full championship title belts, with one individual actually carrying around three titles. Some even carried around rolling luggage to transport their newly acquired garbage. The worst waste of resources may have been several persons spending $200 taking pictures with inanimate objects, and were very excited to do so, baffling. The audience was at least 90% males, and the majority of those being middle-aged. The event is what we consider a fashion desert, as a sweaty black professional wrestling t-shirt was what the vast majority of the attendees were wearing. It took a lot for us not to laugh at the ones trying to peacock around, wearing Japanese wrestling company shirts, acting as if they somehow were superior to their fellow undesirables. By the end of the weekend, it was obvious to us that these deplorable creatures are in desperate need of salvation. Their lives have no real meaning, as all they apparently do is watch professional wrestling and talk about the matches. We would like to thank Conrad Thompson and Cody Rhodes for giving these attendees' parents several days' reprieve from having to deal with their disappointing offspring living in their basements. In our rebuilding of this dystopian American society, we must unfortunately evoke change from the very bottom of the community. And this weekend at StarCast only reinforced our belief that the professional wrestling fan is the lowest common denominator. They may be the worst that humanity has to offer, but we pledge to force these individuals to better themselves, or destroy them trying. Love and Light, The Illumination. Well, that's the show, everyone. I want to thank my guest this week, Jamie Irwin from the What's Your Favorite podcast, The Illumination, and Big Josh Hinkle. Did you know Pro Wrestling Tees is having a huge sale this week? I saw that. You saw that, yeah. 20% off everything. Yeah, it's, it's a good prices. No coupon needed. Did you buy any shirts? Not yet. Um, I'm going to buy before the sale ends. I think it's like end of December, 1st of December or something. Yeah, December 1st, it ends at noon. You can get 20% off anything at their site. It's it's amazing. It's the Black Friday sale. It's like 10 days long. Josh, I want to thank you for coming on with me. What's your Twitter? It's at Big Josh Omania. Big Josh Omania. How's the weight loss going? How's the exercising? Oh, not too bad. I'm back down to uh, 256 pounds. I've, I've lost four pounds of... Uh, Overall, it's just uh, I gained a lot of weight recently, 20 pounds, but I'm back down to 256. That's good, man. Yeah, the holidays are coming up, so everybody gains weight. So don't feel bad. If you gain some more weight back, don't don't feel discouraged. It happens to everybody, man. Once the new year starts, so you got to kick in real hard, okay? Oh, yeah. All right, Big Josh. Thanks for coming on. I want to thank everybody for listening. Bye for now. Circumstances